so this is workshop number two. Um, we're going to talk about Moon now, right now. He's a big YouTuber. Uh, he's doing video essays with voiceover. So basically fully automated. Um, yeah, he has also has a team of video editors and everything. And he still does his own voiceover. Um, and he's being really successful. And in today's workshop, we're going to check uh, a lot of things uh, like video scripting, uh, his sound design, his video editing, his thumbnail styles, the way he's doing his titles, uh, his branding, his engagement with his audience, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, basically to learn from it and to implement these things for, for yourself. Uh, this document will also be shared in Discord. It already is available in the library, by the way, so you can just check it afterwards um, on your own time. So let's start off with the, like the way Moon structures his video script and there are like certain patterns to it that are like that are like the same a lot of times so i, I got a couple of videos this video is blade runner tried to warn you one of his most successful videos um while the the film itself blade runner was already out for four years he still was able to make a viral video out of an older movie so it's not trend related at all um, but what he's doing in the first sentence he mentions blade runner directly right away. So the viewer is clicking because of Blade Runner and he mentioned it directly and he's giving his own uh, personal opinion that it's one of the most important films made in this century. Well, that's like a pretty big, bold statement to make because there's so many films made, but this is the most important one. So when you hear that the first sentence, you want to find out through the whole video, why is this the most important film of the century? So Moon drops a bold statement uh, directly, but he doesn't stop there. Like he doesn't, like he still gives a reason. Uh, but the reason he's giving is like not really a clear reason. He is saying, because the movie uh, asks some incredibly important questions about modern society, like you still don't know what these questions are. So he's still not really explaining, but it feels like he's explaining it. And he's linking it to modern society, would make, which makes it ultra relevant for today. So you also keep watching so he made a bold statement and he links it to like basically today so you have a uh, an urge to keep watching because it's relevant so that's basically what he did here and in his other videos he's also doing bold statements uh th this video is about one of these countries will collapse in the next months in the next month and he will talk about protests overtaking peru um f 55 people died so it's a very bold in your face statement and it basically grabs your attention right away. Um, same for this one, again, about the Truman Show. Uh, is one of his favorite movies. It's incredibly rare for a movie to be as funny, uh, but also rich in details. However, it's been very rarer for a movie to go beyond this. So he again makes you very curious why this movie is way more special than you actually think. Um, and let me check. So. The takeaway from his intro, what he does with his videos, um, he uses strategy to make people very curious in the hook. And it does, he does that by making a very bold statement that's impacting the viewer's daily life directly. So it's relevant today or something that makes them really curious. Um, yeah, as mentioned here, the viewer is now living in a modern society. So while the video of the film itself is four years old, he's linking it to the current times, which makes it still very relevant. So maybe also a takeaway for you guys, if you're doing a topic that of about something that's not happening today or happened in the past, try to link it to current society to make it like relative again. Um, Relevant. 
Irrelevant, yeah, sorry. Um, again, he also uses shocking facts to open up a video that's about the protests. Since December of 2022, protests have overtaken Peru. 55 people died, so shocking facts that you probably didn't know. It gets you hooked in. Um, so Moon is mostly on the more of a negative, darker angle in his videos. And he's yeah, basically telling that right away. Um, also, it's very important before, before diving in the actual video, uh, Moon gives the viewer, like basically tells the viewer that he needs to keep watching um, to get the full picture. With the Blade Runner video, he's saying the only way we can truly find out or understand its meaning uh, is if you watch like the full video. So, or to, to unlock these truths, we need to go to talk about this and this and these points. So he basically makes a bridge between the intro and the following, the rest of the script by telling the viewer, hey, if you want to understand this whole message I portrayed in your head in the beginning, you need to keep watching, otherwise you won't get it. So that's always what he does in the beginning as well. He also uses a personal touch, what, what Sunny V2 did, didn't do that. Sunny V2 was mostly factual, but he's mentioning like it's my favorite movie or stuff like that. Mm. And he also tells people to watch till the very end. And because he's saying like, at the end of the movie, you realize how, just how deep the message truly is. So he sparks curiosity and then tells them, hey, you want to know what happens? Keep watching the full video or you miss it. So that's basically the intro tri tricks he's, uh, he's using. Mm -hmm. um, for the middle, uh, he uses transitions between tr chapters and he does it in a very smart way by rehooking the audience. Um, and it's basically a really simple trick, same with Sunny V2. Sunny V2 used the word however, um, and Moon just says something about what just happened. And Janice say, because in the next scene, this and this and this is happening. So with the word because in the next, like because he opens up a gap towards the next scene, um, it's a very easy way to, to go to a next chapter basically. Um, but what's very interesting in Moon's um, way of scripting as well, like about three or two, four minutes in with the Blade Runner uh, example, the Blade Runner movie, for example, he shows a lot of Blade Runner movie footage with his voiceover and decisions are kind of the same. So three to four minutes in, you already know the video editing style. You already know, okay, he will show movie clips and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, he will uh, interrupt this pattern uh, by explaining like uh, the model of a hero heroic journey that the, um, the, the, mm, the video uses. Campbell. And he, 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 he go goes totally out of his video editing style. And I think I have it here as well. And he shows like this, he's going, he's going out of the, he's going to a completely different style explaining the heroic journey model. So he's basically pattern interrupting the whole video within his script. So he's not only talking about uh, the actual topic, but also the underlying things within the movie, uh, which breaks the pattern, mm -hmm. uh, which makes it interesting again for the audience to keep watching but because hey, there's something news happening. Um, and also he, here, for example, he opens up to a new chapter uh, by saying that the, the main character has like a next realization. Um, and the next realization is basically an opening to a new chapter. Um, and the next realization will really set the ball rolling. But to understand this next realization, we need to understand. And so basically he's telling the viewer again, like you need to pay attention because the next thing is going to be important for the whole 
uh, to understand the whole concept, basically. Yeah, and but it's the next thing that is more important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's con it's con it's the same as Sunny V2. It's rehooking the audience. The audience is thinking, "Whoa, this is impressive," and then the voiceover is saying, "Nah, that's not impressive. Wait till what's coming next." And it's the same with this one. This is from the video. One of these countries will collapse in the next month. He will say, but in lots of countries, the chaos has only just begun. And if you thought Sri Lanka's government seemed ineffective and corrupt, just wait until you see Peru's protests. So he's talking about Sri Lanka before, but he's portraying Peru as even a worse, uh, like more worse situation. And you get curious towards, hey, what's happening in Peru then? So you keep watching. Uh, it's a very smooth way of transitioning. Um, if, if, by the way, George, I'm explaining things too quickly, just interrupt me because you know I yeah. can go on a rant when I'm in this. So, Yeah, and, and also, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to drop them or there's also a button. I think it's purple. Um, you can, yeah, come join and ask us questions if you want yeah. live here. Um, that'll be pretty cool as well. But so far, it's been, um, yeah, pretty straightforward. And, uh, you know, the, the, the bold statement, the, the ways to rehook the viewer, um, super interesting. Yeah. All right, so takeaway again here. Um, the video is often interrupted with external footage from an interview or something different that's still related to the video topic, such as the hero's journey. So the, the pattern interrupt I talked about, uh, this rehooks the audience because it's like first three minutes, you only see uh, clips of the movie and then out of nowhere, it's completely different uh, and, he, and he explains a different concept. Um, the next chapter is always being framed as a bigger chapter. So something a chapter that where there's happening even more uh, that's even more impressive. Um, yeah, or an impactful word is dropped near the end of the chapter to let the viewer think that have, and that's like this one. I forgot to mention it. Uh, this one is TikTok is worse than you thought. I think that's one of his best videos on his channel. Um, and he's basically saying, um, uh, TikTok had like a success and it was now time for ByteDance. That's the company that owns uh, TikTok to go global. And from there it's like dramatic effect because from there TikTok was going global and you know, there's like a negative thing hanging around yeah. uh, around TikTok. So after he said going global, he had, had like a silence because when TikTok was going global, things were happening and he, he uses a silence as well to really get the viewer thinking. Um, so that, mm. that's something he does as well before going to the next chapter. Um, yeah, the conclusion, so the ending, the takeaway of, of all these videos or most of his videos are pretty simple. Um, not really something like he, he, uh, he abruptly ends his videos as well, most likely for the video retention to go up. Because if you say, I hope you enjoyed this video, guys, uh, blah, 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 people know it will end. They will leave the video. It hurts retention. So he abruptly ends the video uh, after the final word is being said and he doesn't do like an outro. He does quickly summarize all his points he's made in his video. He does gives his own conclusion near the end. Um, so we, it's more of a personal touch that he's having with his channel. He's like, yeah, this is my view on it and see what you do with it. Um, sometimes he just, he gives a takeaway near the end uh, where people can learn something. For example, with the Blade Runner video, um, he's really trying to portray a, a given message towards the viewer. So in the end of that video, he will, uh, like summarize the big question or the big answer of the video and hopefully people will learn something from it. Um, yeah. Or he uh, opens up with a question that leaves the viewer thinking. So uh, where does it go from here? If there's, for example, the, the countries that are collapsing, 
he can end the video from yeah where does it go from here like he doesn't know either because he can't look into into the future so having a question like that like like when the video ends the viewer is thinking hmm yeah that's an interesting question and yeah that's also a nice way to end it and that's how he does it what i really liked from this whole thing is the hero's journey and how he takes one concept idea and then he finds an underlying um, other concept that can be applied right so yeah. this this idea about the hero's journey from um from joseph campbell's book um it is one thing right but then he's talking about a completely other right and so he provides a lot more value to the viewer because now the viewer you know, was learning something super valuable, not just about that, but also about this other thing, right? So yeah, to me, that is that is very interesting. And it's a pattern interrupt. That's very important because three, four minutes in, people know how the editing will be. They know how the storytelling will be. So basically you catch them off guard by doing something completely different. And that's very important when you rehook uh, the audience as well. Um, so let's go to the video editing. Uh, start with the introduction again. Um, so with Blade Runner try to warn you, he immediately shows the movie. And if you remember correctly in the script, he also mentions the movie right away. So people click on the title Blade Runner try to warn you. They expect something for Blade Runner and the first second they're in, they see Blade Runner. So it's a perfect match. People have no reason yet to leave because it still matches what, what they're clicked on. And he does that with more videos. So basically the subject of the title, in this case, Blade Runner, uh, pops up immediately so it's very relevant for the viewer uh, and th th this will probably uh, help sustain your viewers in in the intro uh, because you yeah with video essays it the retention rate is like very flat after the first minute because people after the first minute are dedicated to keep watching um, so with video essays if you can do a better job to keep the viewer hooked the first minute they most likely will stay through the whole video so implementing these kind of small tricks will, will really do that. Um, mm. Also, the first sentence he says in the script is also placed on the screen. So it's one of the most important films made of this century. And as you can see, this century is made red to emphasize it more. It's made in bigger uh, letters as well. So while he's saying it, you're also reading it. So it's really getting the really emphasizing it and really putting the emotion on this why you should watch this video because it's the most important film made in the century you know so it's yeah. that's the way it's, it's really trying to to get you to watch the whole thing and it yeah. works because the video got millions of views um it's like if if uh when you're telling a story to a friend in real life um and the way i usually start is like dude this is the craziest thing that ever happened yeah, to me. Exactly. And I could and, and every story I tell, like like over like, but that's just the way I am, right? And and so I notice that people get very curious when I start off like that. Because you're just kind of pre um what's the word? Presetting, I think, or something like that. Not presetting, but you're um saying, hey, this is what's going to happen, right? Like this is this is a crazy story. Let me actually tell you what it is, right? Yeah. And people are like, whoa, like they're expecting it to be something extraordinary. Exactly. And that, that keeps them, uh, them watching as well or listening or paying attention. And like 
he made his like his bold statement in the beginning and then he does a very smart trick with video editing as well let me quickly share my whole screen instead of just this uh this small fencer one moment so share screen um, can i do yeah okay i think it's this one yeah so if we go to the seven second mark, so he made the bold statement, people are interested, then we're going to the seven second mark. And what he does here is really smart because, yeah. Watch the background, how many things are happening on the screen. I hope you guys can see this by the way, or is the quality yeah. bad? But no, no, we can see it. Okay, look, this is also happening in the beginning. There's so much happening. I think it's like 30 images um, in like six seconds. So mm. there's like action happening right away on the screen, uh, which grabs, grabs a lot of attention. So he first grabs the attention with a bold statement, statement, and then he grabs the attention with like s images that are relevant uh, popping up, like 30 images or something in six seconds. You can't even yeah. see the images, but you just see, oh, well, there's, there's something going on. Yeah. Um, Samuel asks about the average video length of Moon's videos. I can check, but it totally depends. TikTok is a very long one. I think it's between yeah, 10 to fi now 15 to 30 minutes. Whoa. Yeah, so it's a longer video essay. Huh. Um, yeah, basically also when Moon is trying to make a point, um, he he's putting the text on the screen as well. So even if people are not following his voiceover 100% because they're watching the screen, they can still read along. Um, and again, current society, as I said, the, this movie is like four years old. And he, in the intro, he's making sure that people need to keep watching because it's relevant for current society. Uh, and he also puts it on the screen re really big in red letters. So it really pops up or pops out to, mm. again, make people uh, keep watching the video because it's so relevant. Um, yeah. Next video, one of these countries will collapse in the next month. First seconds, he, sho he shows three images of, of a transition next to each other. Let me show you again things are happening right away and as you can see on the images itself it's like people protesting so you're directly like what's going on here and the, the basically um, the title one of these countries will collapse in the next month fits directly with the first second because you're seeing people protesting so it matches again plus there are quick transitions which will like grab your attention so that's also what he does with uh, like the first couple of seconds that kind of reminded me a little bit of johnny harris style editing yeah it could you be know, a harris? lot of people are yeah. doing it i'm also doing it myself and it's also for mr beast like he's doing like a crazy transition in the beginning um, mm. but you need to find a style that fits your own channel um, but it, it works because sunny v2 does it as well um, and for example there are also like small details in there when he talks about at least 55 people died He's showing like red blood stains uh, going over the over the map, so li like here it's like small details, and he has a nice transition going to the other side of the country because that's where he's talking about. So with the transition again, there's like movement happening. Um, so he's always in the first thirty seconds. There's always something going on. Uh, I said here the map is moving from side to side. Uh, the images, there are like four images shown again with like the camera click effect. So I think it's here. Yeah. You know, it sparks, the, it, it talks to your emotion. Plus there is like something going on. Yeah. 
I'd be very curious to see his retention graphs. Me too. Um, yeah. That's that's one thing. And the second thing is um, you talked about blood stains on yeah. the map. Um, so this is another concept about show, don't tell, right? So every like whenever you have your script, every word, right, every sentence that you have there think about how you can show that visually, right? Your I, your goal is to, first and foremost with your script, to paint a picture, right? To draw a movie, to, to play a movie in someone's head, right? And, and, and so when you're thinking, even when you're just like outside of YouTube, right? Like obviously everything can be applied to YouTube, but even when you're just talking to people, like whenever you're telling stories, you need to imagine how that person is visualizing whatever it is that you're saying. And yep. that and, and doing that, you're going to become a better storyteller, right? Yeah, and he, he also does it in an even different way. Like for example here, he is saying like there are many protests happening in the world and he has like custom custom animations, which shows like your like this. He puts it on a calendar and it, it this shows like that your channel is like much more higher quality with those transitions transitions you know and again it's in the calendar so it shows people how much how many times something is happening these protests so again it's like visually uh, making the message more clear visually like he did before with the bloodstains yeah imagine how much time effort and energy it requires to learn how to make a video like that yeah a lot and it probably has a full-time team and so many people working on it and as like uh, here for example he doesn't reveal the five countries he's going to talk about yet uh, sparking curiosity again. Um, so the takeaway from the intro is there's literally something happening every one second, image appearing or flying in. Uh, yeah, th that's basically how Moon does it. Um, depends on the topic, but he often opens up with a shocking image that strengthens the statement, uh, or he shows the actual subject of the video directly. Um, so here with the Blade Runner video, uh, people clicked on the Blade Runner try to warn you so they expect to see Blade Runner. So he delivers on it. Um, and he uses complete sentences to get the main point of the video across. So uh, this is very relevant for this century or modern society uh, with the Blade Runner, Blade Runner video so people keep watching. So important statements, he puts it on the screen uh, with bold letters. Mm -hmm. um, so after, after like, uh, like a minute or two minutes, uh, the un the unique transitions, they ex still exist, but it's they're like l much less uh, happening. Like the, the editing like simplifies, but it's still nice, but it becomes way slower because Moon knows after one or two minutes, people are dedicated to watch my video. Um, so it, it's, it's going over to a way more uh, relaxing style, slower style, slower pace. Um, which is like, of course good because you then, then can focus on the story itself instead of getting um, yeah, brain fried uh, with all those transitions. And it, it's just annoying to watch a 10 minute video of like transitions only. So it, it slows down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but imagine if the whole video would have been like da 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 Yeah, exactly. So that couldn't that you couldn't. It's very annoying. Um, yeah. But the thing is when it's called It's called pacing, right? Yeah, pacing, exactly. Taking taking people on a journey from high energy to you know lower energy and yeah, but like however song. while he rehooks the audience, so with the script for example, but P Peru is even worse than Sri Lanka. He's rehooking the audience at around the three minute mark, and then he's starting some effects again that he used in the beginning. 
So then the pace is picking up again. So when he's going to watch a new chapter, he's uh, like adding more transitions to like rehook the audience with, hey, you need, still need to pay attention because we're going to the next chapter. And he shows that mm. with the editing again. Same with the Blade Runner one. Um, till the two minute mark, there are like more faster uh, edits and transitions. And then it's almost fully full screen scenes of the movie that are relevant. So it's not even so much transitions at all. Um, it's mm. much slower paced. And it's also because the storytelling is like m way more deeper and that deep storytelling fits better with slower paced editing in my opinion. Um, and, and here he interrupts the pattern uh, of the, like the movie footage with an own made animation, which again looks high quality. Uh, but as mentioned before here, this is just way easier to understand because step by step, he goes to every point that the main character of the movie is going through. Um, and it, it's just something I, refreshing, you know, to Ryu Gaudi. I would be I would be curious to learn to know how he transitions from talking about that movie to the call to adventure of the. You can check it. Journey. It's here uh, for fifty eight timestamp. Yeah, exactly. So you can check, check it. it out later. And after this explanation, he slows down the footage again because he know he rehooked the audience with showing something different. Um, and halfway at the ten minute mark, the pace increases again. More text on the screen, more images appearing, more movement. Um, so he continues his quality editing style, uh, but he sh eventually he slows down with the pace. Around the middle of a chapter, he shows a more simple editing style, just footage that fills the full screen without anything special. But when Moon rehooks the audience to a new chapter, the fast editing and pacing starts again. Images come flying in and text is appearing on the screen and basically the brain is triggered again. Um, oh yeah, also, Moon uses external footage from a speech or interview to strengthen his message. Plus, using external footage will also break up the pattern, same like the hero's journey. Um, for the outro, he's basically not doing anything special. No specific difference in the editing near the end. Um, he has a credit roll sometimes. I don't know what it is. Maybe his subscribers or Patreon subscribers. But Probably. when he made his point, he just stops. There's, there's no special thing with editing. Yeah, it's um, yeah. With the whole idea about simplifying the editing and the pacing after, like you know, the first, the beginning, it's like if a viewer is hooked into the story, they are going to continue watching it because they want to know how the story unfolds. So you can get away with you know having a more simple editing, right? Not having it so over edited and, and just just delivering nicely on the storyline exactly and a very i think the, the most important element maybe even next to his voice and his editing of course but is the sound design moon mm. is always focused on like more darker topics like it's more of a negative like if you can see here thumbnails are red and black and it's mostly a, a darker negative side um, so the music needs to resemble this and for example, wi with some videos, he uses a very deep, uh, deep music. Um, and it's like, it's ambient music. I don't know if you heard of it before. Um, but for example, with ChatGPT, it was like a futuristic and retro feeling music, like cyberpunk. I don't know if you know that movie or, uh, or a game. Um, mm -hmm. But it really matches the ChatGPT thing because it's like a futuristic feeling. ChatGPT feels like it's from the future. And yeah. he has like a more fast paced but deep, 
music. Yeah, it's a very hard to explain sound, but it really fits the topic. So make sure to give it a listen. Same with the one of these countries will collapse the next month. The music is very deep um, because yeah, it's deeper sounds are more connected to the negative thing, in my opinion. Like high sounds are more joyful and blah, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it makes sense. By the way, by the way, I really need to comment on this. That ChatGPT scares me. Here's why is an amazing title. Whoa. Yeah, it, I think the video did really well as well. So, um, and um, for example, this video, this may be the real reason why China, China is sending spy balloons. Like there was something in the news about a balloon. I don't know. But he's going basically going in, into an investigation about the spy balloon. So the music is like deep, mystery, and cinematic. So it matches the topic again. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's very important, especially when you open up the video. People expect a certain mood around your video. Make sure it matches your title, your thumbnail, and the angle you're going for. It needs to match perfectly. Like if you would do like happy music around a very dark <laughs> topic, it like doesn't make sense. Um, um, so yeah, keep that in mind. Music is very, very important. Um, after the introduction, the music is not as uh, loud as in the beginning. It tends to slow down a little bit because yeah, we're now going towards the storytelling, the slower pace. Uh, also with the editing is, is, is more simple. Uh, same for the music, uh, but it still has the same vibe and that's very important. Um, yeah, basically that's the same for all the videos. Uh, yeah. Match your music with the emotional tone of your overall video, yeah, right? Yeah. If it's energetic, if it's high-paced, if it's, you know, enthusiastic, then have an appropriate music. And by the way, music sound design is extremely important, uh, difficult. Yeah. And Fi yeah. Finding the right sound the r to match your scene or your chapter, you know, because in one video, you know, a lot is happening, right? You have the intro, you have, you know, uh, striving to success and then you have the you know the pitfall and then everything is bad and then you know the hero finds his uh, his his thing and then he gets changed so like throughout a movie throughout a video there's a lot of emotional changes right either it goes up or it goes down right and according to where your video is you need to have a different sound and then finding and picking <laughs> and choosing the right sound is very difficult and if you're like if you're using the basic YouTube or Facebook um, sound library, I think it will be very difficult for you to pick, like to have a really good sound because that's what I found. You know, I've been trying to use that. It's very difficult, and um, I found that the best sounds are the ones that actually paid. Yeah, I, I agree. And sometimes you also need to take into account that some style of music doesn't fit with the voiceover. So. I had like a voiceover guy and I was trying to push him towards a more deeper, dark angle videos. But in the end, his voice didn't match that style because his voice was a little bit higher pitched. It, it just didn't mm. match. So also keep into account like what kind of style matches with your voice uh, because it needs to match. Um, interesting part near the conclusion, uh, near the takeaway, like the ending of the video, he starts the same pacing again as the beginning. So he uses more fast-paced music. It's a little bit more uplifting, like you're working towards a climax. Um, so yeah, it mm. maybe makes people also more excited because, oh, there's something coming. Like they're like building up to a hype or through a, to, yeah, to a climax. So he uses orchestra, mm. for example, that plays classical music. And when he's going towards a conclusion, it's going faster, faster, faster. 
until he finishes conclusion and then the video ends. So mm -hmm. the same same how he starts off the video. So I I, I think because of it his end his his ending is also still pretty good in terms of retention. I think. Um, so Mr. B started that whole trend, by the way, with music before. No, with the uh, <laughs> abrupt endings. Everyone was before Mr. Beast was, you know, ending on a slow note and everyone's retentions probably looked like that. But when he started popping off and when he became like mainstream and he, you know, everyone started noticing that, you know, the video high note, high note, high note. And then subscribe. Bye. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, fast and yeah, quick yeah. thing. I didn't say he uses text to speech. I don't know where you get it from, but maybe he, he shows text on the screen that uh, supports his, his voiceover. So, yeah. Just yeah, to make I don't it know clear. either, either who, who was it, are you for referring to Ron or me, but we did not talk about text-to-speech. I'm actually now conducting an experiment where I'm starting <laughs> a new short channel um, with fully AI, AI images, AI videos, AI text-to-speech, everything. So, yeah, uh, it's going to take a while, but as soon as I'm done with that video, you guys are probably going to enjoy it as well. Yeah, so moving on to the next one. Um, personality and charisma. Moon is mostly doing research on the videos without like any humor or personal touches. The only personal touch he does is like uh, Blade Runner is my fav favorite movie and that's the only thing he, he tells about himself. Uh, but he's mostly doing proper research and backing it up with facts so people can never make claims uh, that something is not true because he's using actual sources. Um, he does not talk directly to his audience or make jokes. So he, yeah, he's serious, does a lot of research and backs everything up with sources. So yeah, I think it also fits the topics he's doing. Like if you're talking about the dark stuff about uh, like countries collapsing, you might not be, <laughs> like it's not good to make jokes about it. So it makes sense. Um, it needs to be appropriate. Exactly. Uh, in terms of audience engagement, he's not really engaging with, uh, with the audience itself. He's not li really leaving too much comments. Um, he's not saying things like, I hope you liked this video. It's mostly one-sided. Uh, the audience in the comments is mostly talking about the video itself, uh, but also the prediction of, of Moon and how accurate he is. Um, people thank him for raising awareness, but he never responds to the questions or like the comments. He has like pinned comments about Patreon, but he's not like engaging with his audience as much in the comment section, which mm. amazes me because Sunny V2 also didn't do that. I don't know why. Um, maybe they're trying to keep a little bit mysterious. Could be. Uh, yeah, maybe they're giving away too much in the comments, showing their, like who they really are. I don't know. Um, there's probably a reason for it. Um, description, nothing special. Um, community post. He did some community posts in the past, but it's not consistent. Um, he's talking about like videos that got restricted or interesting things from the news. He does like a poll or ask people's opinion, which I think is a really good one if you have a decent amount of following. Ask people what they want to see. Uh, if you don't like, if you don't know what to do, just ask your audience. And yeah, that's always always be a good choice because you're making the videos for your audience. Um, any place <laughs> the job post. <laughs> so, yeah, Yusuf asked, "How do you think he comes up with his video topics? Because some are not trending topics." Yeah, I think he t he also gets a lot of inspiration from other YouTubers like, like Jake Tran um, and, and and Sunny V2 and, and like Internet Anarchist. That's what I think. 
but I think eventually, like Moon has built up so many subscribers and has su a, such a strong audience that as long as he can find an interesting story, um, thanks Nablit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so as long as, as he can find an interesting story, um, his audience will watch it. And that's what I think what his strength is. So he doesn't really need to write certain trends um, because he has a strong audience. But he still does it though, because he has a video about ChatGPT and the video came out when ChatGPT came out. So he still does, yeah. does use trending topics. I don't know. How would you come up with a video top? Uh, you need to have a very good, it's like a combination of everything. It's not like a clear cut answer. Like, oh, you do A, B, and C. I think it's, you know, the creative process is very unconscious and subconscious, right? So you need, the reason why we say that you need to be in this deep and that this is a long-term game is that, you know, you need to have different stimuli and, and, and reference, point, reference points and you need to be consuming YouTube yourself, right? And you need to see what's happening, right? In, in the culture of YouTube, you need to see what's happening in the news, right? Um, culturally and then, just all these things, right? Like TikTok is, is growing, right? That's um, impacting the attention spans of, um, you know, kids, right? And then yeah. they are doing research about, you know, that our attentions now are lower than of goldfish, right? And then, and then you connect these different points, yeah? And then you can come up with, a, with, a, with an interesting video, right? But then you're, <laughs> the hard part is making the packaging, right? So... An intriguing title and a thumbnail. Yeah, I, I agree. But he still leveraged a lot of trends still. Like he did ChatGPT, Tesla, like countries that are collapsing. It's about the current economic situation. World mm -hmm. War III, FTX. Um, so he, he still is, is writing a trend. And the older topics, he is relevant. Uh, uh, he's making mm -hmm. it relevant for the current society. So Blade Runner, he, he, the angle of the video is how it how it sh tells something about the current society we're living in right now. It's an older movie, but it's still very relevant. So st same with WhatsApp, how WhatsApp changed society forever. Like WhatsApp is really is an old application, but society will remain forever. So this way you can have a certain trend of like a certain old topic or old trend, make it relevant again to link into the current state of society. Um, so yeah, that's what he does as well. And his angles is mostly dark or negative. Brutal declines of people or companies, how a thing changed society forever or will change society. Strong yeah. opinions, so why ChatGPT scares him, why TikTok needs to be banned. A lot of drama, drama, controversy, and emotion is being used to gain curiosity. Um, we talked, we just recorded a podcast before this workshop, and we were talking about this whole like negative aspect to, th uh, to, to like why are, you know, most videos that are performing well have a negative aspect. Yeah. Right? Ne you want to you wanna touch upon that? Yeah. It, negativity attracts people. Like, like it's from back in the day, like where we're like, <laughs> like thousand years ago. It's, it's very important to, to pay attention to what's, what's dangerous for you because like thousands of years ago, you could, could have get killed by, I don't know, big animal or something like that. So you're always aware of danger and that's still in our human brain. So, when you see danger or uh, warning signs or anything, you it grabs your attention and it, 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 it's being, it, yeah, it grabs more attention than positive things, unfortunately. And also if you look at the news outlets, all the, the headlines of news outlets are all negative 
because people click on the negative things because they want to know what's happening because maybe they need to uh, to change things up in their life to prevent bad things from happening and that's the same with with those kind of videos it's it's easier to get views but it's just it needs to fit with your with your niche a little bit and if you look also at the thumbnails which we're going to get to now yeah. in a second but um yeah like you said you know being aware of danger and avoiding it increases your chances of survival right yeah. but if it's just good well it's just good right so it's one it's one aspect that's what graham stefan also talks about you know he's like whenever i talk if, if i make a video oh the market is up everything is good then the video doesn't perform but if yeah. it's like everything is crashing collapse all these words that are associated with negative things then it's like oh okay yeah. <laughs> then then it's like interesting and moon does that does that as well and as you can see in the thumbnails as well uh, he shows the main topic uh on the thumbnail very clear um, a company or a person um it's very dark 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 themed red text highly contrasting colors like red on black most of the times one or two words uh, and, and that's it like it's very easy to understand but like you know directly what what angle of the video what's the angle what uh, what the angle of the video is going to be um in terms of titles he's using sh uh, an average title of 44 characters um so pretty short ones um and he uses words that all trigger emotion so scares me the real reason why china is sending spy balloons why tesla is collapsing world war three uh, tiktok needs to be banned why assassinate like all those kind of stuff so i all have like i have a negative load on them dude can we take a second to go a little bit deeper on the chat gpt scares me here's why title like think about it 31 characters there is the what that's chat gpt the emotional word right so scares so what does the the subject do so chat gpt scares who me here's why why yeah so you get the the what the uh emotional thing you get the who and then you get the why you get f four answers in 31 Five characters yeah. that is amazing yeah and it probably wasn't the first title he was thinking about so having a good title also takes time <laughs> like don't underestimate um making titles like it, it yeah. it's it's all matching with your thumbnail it's a complete packaging of your video so it's very important to have a good title as well and yeah he nailed this nailed this nailed it with this one mm -hmm. um but with every title you know exactly what to expect as well so that's also a big takeaway. He's not overcomplicating things. It's just simple titles that everybody can understand. Again, for a broad audience, is it understandable? So it's also easier to attract new people. Um, yeah. In terms of branding, yeah, it's <laughs> really random. Branding doesn't really matter, in my opinion. Mostly, uh, you can have any random image. Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's it's the each individual video. Yeah. So. You want to go through some of the questions? Sure. All right. So one of the questions is from, uh, whoops, sorry, <laughs> from uh, Dragon. So how often do you watch Moon's content and how often do you think his subscribers watch his content? So I think what Dragon is referring to is the, um, the people who watch your content, so subscribed and not subscribed. Um, I think that really depends on if a video gets, you know, picked up by the algorithm. Um, but I would probably say that it's like, 
Like in the beginning, subscribers are higher, and then, um, you know, later on, if the video gets picked up, then it's being shown to new audiences. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the question, but like what the real question is. Um, but yeah. Nout has a question. Is it realistic that you could also start such a channel yourself as freelancer through Fiverr or Upwork? Yes, it's possible, but you like it. These videos are really high quality. So it's very difficult to start off with this quality right away. Or if you have like deep pockets and you want to spend some real money, then you can do it. But before you arrive at this, like this quality, you need to have some years of YouTube knowledge. Uh, because to, to understand the game, to understand the video packaging, to understand what good video editing is. Um, so I, I think these videos can easily cost like 1K each because some are like 30 minutes long. Yeah. Um, you know, to answer your question, is it possible? Anything is possible, yeah. right? <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can make Disney style movies and, and animations if you have the right money to do that, uh, it all depends on, yeah, on your budgets. Um, but, and, and this is not like the end all, like someone is going to come onto the scene and disrupt everything by making even crazier videos, you know, with even crazier effects and animations. And so like, it's an, a never ending uh, improvement. Right. But like Ron said, if you want to get started, I would probably say like, just get started. Don't try to aim to be 100% perfect. Um, Ron and I share this philosophy about, you know, just get started and get perfect later, right? If the video is, or whatever it is you're doing is like 80% good, yeah, send it, <laughs> right? And then like improve next time. Okay, look at the data. How can I improve? Okay, maybe I need to put a little bit more emphasis here, maybe a little bit more emphasis here and then improve, 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 right? Whatever it is that you want doesn't come overnight. It comes from continuous and never ending improvements, right? And if you're committed to that, then eventually you will get what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> speaking in speaking in quotes. Very good. Final, <laughs> final question of Dragon. I think he has a good uh, viewers returning rate because he does proper research with every video. He always has an of interesting story to tell. His, his titles are good. His thumbnails are good. People, I think people will look forward watching one of his videos. So, yeah, I think he's mm. doing well. And also his videos, they, they get decent amount of views every time. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, but we didn't ask, we ended answer. And roughly what price tag should I think of if I wanted to make a whole video like at, that? At so least a thousand. Ron, yeah. a thousand per video. Now, I think it's like, it's, it's easily like one to two hundred dollars a minute, I think even. Because you have a similar channel. No, no, the quality is much lower. The quality is also much the lower. script writing. How? Like you also need to do the script writing. It's uh, like if you want to outsource it as well. That's that's proper research. It all depends on the talent. If you happen to have, you know, three friends, one of whom is like a world class world class editor, one is a world class script writer, and the other one has a super baritone voice or, or whatever, yeah. like you know, the perfect voice. Then you don't, then you just be like, hey guys, let's go 25% each or whatever. You just put the thing and, and you start making. I think, by the way, you guys know the channel Kurtz? Kurtz Gay? Kurtz Gesagt? Yeah, that is uh, the Kurt, explanation. Kurt Wolf, uh, yeah, but the thing is, if you would do it with friends, it's never that quality. Never. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it's all possible. You need to have the right budget, but also you need to have the knowledge to train the people and to explain to the people, to the team, what you're looking for. So if you don't have the knowledge, you can, yeah, you can hire the best freelancers, but the freelancers still need guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, anything is possible. Walt Disney started, you know, Disney, right? Um, and, and now Disney is, is a conglomerate that owns a lot of different media outlets. And so, yeah, anything is possible. You just need to have a goal and you need to figure out like where do you want to move, right? Which direction? I agree. And, and like be specific about the things that, that you want to do. You know, it's th like the saying goes, you can have anything you want in life, but not everything, right? We've moved a long time ago from being generalists to being specialists. And now more than ever, are we rewarded for being specialists in one very specific thing, right? You can make your whole living just by, you know, being the best writer or being the best editor. Like, yeah, the, the opportunities are really endless. Just pick one specific thing and chip away at it. And um, yeah, the Dimitri, the, the notes are going They're to live the, this whole thing that we... Yeah, they're live in the Discord channel, so that's going to in be In library. Cool. Uh, Brand, yeah, in the library. Yeah, the other guy, uh, nice dating app. Yeah, I think there are no more questions anymore. If so, <laughs> you can ask them, but otherwise... Uh, no, yeah, channel names doesn't really matter, Dragon, because the channel name is Moon. Like, it's not SEO-based at all. And Mia, no, it's all free. Yeah. It's in the library. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, it's getting late here. <laughs> we can. Uh, I hope it was valuable for for some people here. And uh, yeah, you can go to library inside Discord. There's the whole document. Video is recorded as well. You can always check it back. Um, yeah, let's do an, uh, another one soon. All right, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, surprise. I can't say it today. Watching, listening, subscribing, participating. Thank you so much for your yes. time. Let us know in the comments down below how you found this valuable. And uh, let's do this again. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye, people. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Nice, Mia. Someone is really go. spamming this. All right. Good night. <laughs> Ciao. Good night. Bye.